so guys welcome to the another edition of the water cooler conversation uh, a place uh, a chat where we uh, where we get some of the really great founders who are out there in the ecosystem to come and share their experiences with us so that we can also learn uh, something from their experiences so today we have talha sheikh with us talha she- talha is a is the co-founder of bidano uh, which is uh, in the health tech uh, space they are basically currently in the process of revolutionized re- revolutionizing the whole offline pharma distribution network uh, and primarily into the healthcare logistics space uh, they have i think they have you've have, you have raised multiple rounds of funding now and you have some really interesting people in your board who have been helping you grow as well so talha first of all welcome to the builders club thanks all uh thanks Tal- so i'm excited yeah yeah so talha uh, you know uh, as people are pouring in i would first of all congratulate you uh on building something which was very much necessary uh, in the in the in the overall uh, gambit of things in the health tech in the healthcare space uh and probably we would want to kick it off by asking you uh, you know trying to understand talha little bit about you uh, what you know where are you from what have you been doing Uh, and you know we'll probably this is the pre bidano days if you can help me understand where did you study what did you do before you actually ended up uh, you know doing doing bidano yeah yeah sure i'll just quickly i'll just quickly give you a, a brief about myself huh. how did i start this career and then overall in the process you know what are the challenges that i faced initially and throughout the journey yeah so yeah in terms of my personal background uh, a typical uh, guy I've done engineering back in 2014 from a very modest college, desert of Pune. Passed out, joined a very typical corporate company, Cognizant, as a software developer. Very, very normal start of the career. But uh, during my early days, I mean, in the time of uh, my engineering days, you know, I had this entrepreneurial spirit of uh, building products that can be used uh, uh, by by the customers in the market and maybe. you know the products which will actually have an impact on the society i started my journey back then during my engineering days was working with few small companies based out of pune you know helping them with some uh, basic stuff around engineering design research and etc so i uh, did it for around couple of years so that gave me a confidence uh, uh, that you know if if we have a passion to build something and if we put a uh, consistent effort into into the process then definitely something better can come out so uh, after that again uh, the family pressure of getting a placement from the college being settled into life so i just just joined cognizant uh, as a software developer and then moved to chennai at the early days of my career was working typical 9 to 6 job and that was quite boring but uh, my whole understanding of the process was i i just wanted to gain some practical experience uh, uh, how the corporate world actually operates because you know just being out of college and uh start uh, like doing stuff planning to start something of my own would not actually yeah. make a lot of sense because there are a lot of resources that will be required you need to have the practical experience of running the business yeah. you need to have some connects in the market which will which will definitely help you in the initial days because that is much needed right when you are starting off with something so i didn't directly take up uh, uh the sleep of faith and starting something of my own but i i went through a typical route of a corporate life so that i understand the products at a different level so did it i mean did my corporate uh, job for around one year then during that time i met some uh, some of my friends uh, back during the college days I started interacting with them what they are doing in their in their journeys and everybody was saying like a typical corporate job quite boring 
so wanted to build something and you know they can always work uh, uh, after working hours on on the products which will actually help them or maybe satisfy them at the end of the day with uh, with their skill set or with their contribution yeah. so uh, i was i was not uh, really into uh, this doing job uh, or working for somebody else but actually building something from scratch was the whole agenda of my life so uh, with that entrepreneurial oh, spirit i i quit my job uh, back in 2015 uh met my college friend and we both have started uh, a software development company it was a tech service company mm. where we were building enterprise applications for a couple of startups based out of us uk we started hiring freelancers uh, uh from our organizations as well as uh, uh on some other different different channels so I had a team of around 30 35 plus people working for us i uh, my job mainly was to uh, uh acquire the client strategy part building the revenue models around different different services so i was mainly traveling so i had acquired couple of enterprise customers based out of uk us and africa mm-hmm. so had couple of customers built the products from scratch from for, for them and then scaled it up across different locations so it was a pretty smooth uh, uh, journey so far because you know when you are into the the services business yeah. especially on the tech services piece you are not really adding any value right in the entire process you are just doing whatever your client is asking you to do yeah. so again uh, i got bored with that and uh, i i at the end of the day i thought i mean this is not really what i wanted to do i actually wanted to create something which will add value to the society mm. so uh, i sold that business back in 2016 i came back to india before that i was in hong kong mm. so had a client over there so uh, uh, i came back to india back in 2016 so then i started thinking about the real problems that are being faced very very smaller problems around a day to day routine of a normal human being mm. and uh, i found uh, 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 some of the problems on the healthcare side mm. so why did why did my focus actually shifted towards healthcare because mm. uh, my entire family i mean like from my personal family background we have lot of doctors in my family a mm. uh, uh, lot of my uncles are uh, having lot of multi speciality hospitals and also we own couple of multi multi speciality hospital chains chains of diagnostic centers and all so i since my childhood days i have understood the ecosystem from inside right and the inefficiencies in the entire process because of lack of technology penetration etc mm. was there since day one so i thought la- now i mean because of these inefficiencies and uh, 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 because of because of these inefficiencies the cost of entire healthcare uh, 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 access or accessibility or the affordability of all the healthcare systems was going up because of uh, uh, inefficiencies so always wanted to address this problem mm. so had had basic know how of a uh, uh, tech tech side understood understanding of uh, the healthcare mm. ecosystem basic understanding of the healthcare ecosystem and i thought like that is that in that is enough for me to at, at least get started and uh, during that time i had few mentors who were guiding me in the process initially to sort of you know get the get the idea to the market and you know acquire the early customers or build the business models around it mm. so didn't have a very very large vision i just wanted to sort of build a very small product that will help people uh, get their medicines on time mm. so uh, uh, during during that phase of my life i met my co-founder uh, ashok yadav mm. so he is also from pune so we both uh, uh, had a common friends and we we met in a in a social event and that's how our journey began so ashok had a fair bit of understanding of the retail side of the healthcare business and i understood the business from uh, mainly the hospital side mm. so it was there was a huge gap between uh, uh, the primary healthcare process that you call and mm. the healthcare deli- delivery yeah. piece like yeah. the dispensing of the medicines from yes. the chemists 
and also the distribution of the medicines in the entire supply chain mm. so we have then connected the dot and with ashok's uh, strong experience of finance operations leadership and my some of my expertise of uh, technology and healthcare actually helped us a lot in our initial days and we managed to position ourselves uh, onto the onto the supply chain side of the healthcare ecosystem where we decided that we will build a product that will help people get their medicines on time uh, or maybe you know empower the local pharmacies because at that time we understood that uh, there was a there was a boost in terms of uh, 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 this e pharmacies yeah. you know acquiring yeah, the market yeah. share of these local brick and mortar shops and it was basically impacting their 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 market share in the market Mm. so we thought like it always makes sense to leverage the existing ecosystem if we have to grow lean and uh, uh, scale up faster with minimum investment so earlier we were bootstrapping the product and uh, we were just understanding the product market fit that is the initial stage of every startup right yeah. you have you identify a problem a very small problem faced by a very large group of audience you build the mvp a minimum viable product that will just solve that fundamental problem of the ecosystem and then you launch your product in a very smaller uh, cluster or maybe small very very small target group audience right so mm-hmm. that's what we did we were bootstrapping me uh, i i like with my previous uh, venture i raised some capital i put in my own capital ashok was uh, uh, working somewhere else mm-hmm. so he was he was he was contributing part time during the initial days of the company but that was enough because anyways we wanted to grow lean so that's how the journey began but uh, uh, when we have actually gone to the market and uh, uh, understood the problems faced by the customer base you know it was it, it was found that uh, uh, the product that we have built right the technology platform that we have built it was far ahead uh, of the reality of the market Mm. right we 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 designed the entire product mm. sitting in a conference room on a whiteboard mm. uh, you know a lot of brainstorming sessions happened around uh, what could be the value proposition and all mm. but we we missed a point where which is very important in terms of product designing is interacting with the uh, actual customer actual base customers. that are yeah that are that is going to be using your product so we went to the market so out of maybe a a customer base of 1000 pharmacy only 100 pharmacies adopted to our platform but we thought i mean initially that's how it happens right you won't get everybody on board so we just started with that but later on when we scaled up the product again uh, there were a lot of issues around the supply part demand part delivery part the whole operational uh, aspect of the business was completely broken because we did not have any experience around this uh, delivery operations managing the supply and demand on the back end we were we were we were good enough with uh, uh, all this marketing strategies getting the customers onboarded getting the apps downloaded and uh, uh, the promotional piece of it but uh, while it comes to the to the service delivery piece me and ashok we both were coming from a corporate background never experience or never got a chance to get our hands on uh, the delivery piece mm. so we were we were really facing a lot of issues around those points mm. so we thought i mean what can be done so we uh, i mean there were two options available at that time that one we could hire someone and you know get the piece uh, uh, fixed through that expert or uh, the other option was you know we decided to do it on our own because we also wanted to understand the nuances of the entire ecosystem mm. and that was a pretty smart choice that we actually uh, that was a pretty smart decision that we take uh, that we took that uh, you know we decided to do everything on our own initially at least to a certain level where we where we'll get a better understanding of the entire ecosystem understand the nuances we'll get a chance to talk to the stakeholders who are part of the ecosystem so i started doing the deliveries ashok started doing the deliveries i started managing the the vendors the pharmacies the onboarding piece of it started talking to them understanding their market problems and everything 
So when we did a survey, I mean, we had a good traction initially on our platform. So basically, we launched the platform only in Pune. uh with a very smaller group of audience of 1000 pharmacies out of which we had around over the span of 7 7 8 months after our launch we had close to 500 600 pharmacies on our platform which were like they were fulfilling the prescription orders for the end consumer so the product was uh, uh it was a very simple hyper local pharmacy aggregator platform mm. you can uh, in today's scenario you can relate it with swiggy like mm. swiggy for medicines where mm. people can just upload their prescription and their based on your geolocation prescription will be routed to your nearby pharmacist mm. and then pharmacist uh, will just fulfill your order and then bidano will have a hyper local delivery team who will just pick up the order and deliver to your doorstep within a span of 30 45 minutes mm. and with a flat discount of 10% and for different categories of the medicine the discount would go up to up- approximately 70% yes. so that was the initial idea sort of like myra myra kind yeah, kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Myra was operating majorly on the south region like yes. Chennai and uh, Andhra Telangana west and south yeah. and we were we were only focused uh, uh, we were only focusing on Pune as of now because yeah. you know as you understand yeah, like yeah. Uh, it's very important for us to build the uh, uh, basic pieces or the fundamental pieces yes. of the entire ecosystem before we could scale up Absolutely. so we did we tried we tried doing it we tried fixing uh, uh, across various pillars but uh, when uh, actually you know we tried to scale the product across different clusters suddenly the major two kpis that we were tracking at that time was fill rate and the delivery turnaround time which was which was much needed for the end consumer so uh, these were the two kpis that we were tracking and on both of these kpis we were not uh, performing uh, good enough so uh, because of fill rate issues you know a lot of people were actually dropping out of our application because these pharmacies would not fulfill 100% of the skus yeah. on their prescription and when it comes to the healthcare delivery right most of the doctors will prescribe combination drugs yeah. uh, uh, for different different diseases and diseases and different different issues so if the pharmacist will just uh, fulfill your antibiotic prescription or antibiotic uh, uh, medicines but will not give you antiacidic along with that it will really impact your health and uh, we didn't understand the ecosystem we didn't understand any anything on uh, this front so we didn't really focus on it but uh, when we started talking to the customers who were actually dropping out of the platform they have highlighted all these issues in front of us and then we went and had a word with the pharmacies ki why you are not able to fulfill 100% of the order or at least 90% of the order so most of them have uh, uh, highlighted a uh, fundamental gaps in a b2b supply chain So the second issue was a delivery turnaround time, uh, like from the pharmacist to uh, or the end consumer. So we had a hyper local delivery team set up. We had few vendors who were working with us. So uh, these vendors' job was just to pick up the packed order from the local pharmacy and deliver to the end consumer. Mm-hmm. But uh, the complaints from the vendors that the delivery boy is waiting for thirty minutes, one hour, and that chemist is not ready with the order, and then customers would start calling us and giving us the feedback. You know, the delivery turnaround time expectations was thirty-five minutes, and it's now one hour, and my order is still not here. So then again i went to the market i started talking to the pharmacies around this point so most of them have again highlighted a similar issue on a big issue regarding the gap in the b2b supply chain where the deliveries or the fulfillment from the local distributors to that chemist was completely broken that channel was completely broken so uh, then uh, uh, you know it was a it was a very uh, difficult stage for us because we had at that time invested a significant amount of our capital into the into the product and uh, uh, marketing but uh, later on we found out that you know beyond certain point we were not able to scale up mm. so uh, me and ashok we again we sat uh, we have discussed with couple of industry leaders around this issue so most of them have highlighted uh, some of the uh, most of them have they 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 have suggested couple of points around pivoting the business model and understanding the real problem of the market 
and one very important lesson that i've got uh, during that uh, journey was you know never fall in love with your idea on day 1 yeah. the yeah. moment you do that right it really becomes difficult for you to pivot uh, at the right time otherwise uh, you know it would it would be difficult for the company to basically survive Mm-hmm. so uh we have then uh you know decided to pivot and uh, uh like pivot to what exactly was was not clear at that time so then we have again you know had some learning during the process that before now we build anything or we launch anything into the market first we will actually talk to the customers or the stakeholders in the ecosystem who are actually going to be using the platform so what we have done is we have done a survey amongst all the 600 pharmacies that we had on our platform at that time and gathered their feedbacks around the solution that we had built and the vision of the company so our ultimate vision was to solve the problem of availability and accessibility of the medicines for the end consumers so mm-hmm. we have shared this mission and vision very clearly with our stakeholders mm-hmm. and you will find once you are very clear with your vision right about the company about the organization then people are there in the market who will support you in the process right mm-hmm. so some of the pharmacies actually came down to our office to explain us how can we really address this problem which is being faced by uh, you know millions of pharmacies across the country and millions of people are struggling because of these gaps in the supply chain process so we got the idea from our customers only that you know instead of launching the product first on a b2c side mm-hmm. you sh- you guys should be focusing on bridging the gaps on a b2b supply chain space mm-hmm. so that was interesting for us because you know when when you focus on b2c there are a lot of variables that would be very difficult to track in the initial days the capital requirement and mm-hmm. again the resource requirement for the product market fit and go to market is huge mm-hmm. but when it comes to b2b your customer base will be will be selective mm-hmm. and the the volumes that you can expect from these b2b customer is going to be huge as compared to b2c and again the cost of customer acquisition and there are a lot of other channels that uh, uh, that are critical initially for any product to sort of get stable in the market is is going to be sort if you have the if you have identified the right customer base so we decided to sort of pivot the entire model on a b2b side and uh, we started talking to the distributors who are supplying to our partner pharmacies so i personally started going to the distributor asking them questions around the problems that they are facing currently into their day to day businesses mm-hmm. and why they were not able to provide these medicines on time to the local chemist mm-hmm. so most of us i mean uh, uh, have experienced this thing that whenever we 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 go to a doctor or maybe you know we consult any doctor he writes a prescription and we go to the nearby chemist for for the medicines mm-hmm. you know that like more than 70% of the pharmacies in india are are highly unorganized they don't even have the erp systems yeah. to to manage their inventory levels and to to predict the demands and supplies and all right so they are not efficient enough to to cater to the 100% of the demand of the market so most of them would write your requirement uh, uh, in a notebook and then what happens at the back end i'll i'll just walk you through that yeah. but that is a very inefficient process understanding the technology penetration into the other industries and the technology penetra- penetration required in the healthcare ecosystem so uh, you know we can't really live with that alternative with that solution and then we did a survey market research around this problem and there was no company who was addressing this problem for the ecosystem so me and ashok then we decided to pivot the entire model on a b2b supply chain space yeah. because identifying the niche market uh, initially was was really important for us because uh, the company was was in the bootstrap phase and we were putting our own capital into the business so we were really concerned about where exactly we are investing each and every penny that we have left 
and before we sort of you know uh, uh, shoot over our budgets and expenses we wanted to sort of have a product market fit so that we can go out there raise a the capital and then uh, launch a product to a larger customer base so uh, we decided to do a survey amongst the entire value chain the pharma value chain that we call it so we mm-hmm. started talking to the chemist associations we started talking to the large distributors who are catering to 40% 50% of the of the local pharmacy population we started talking to the cnf agents right so i i started visiting each and every distributor i started visiting dawa bazaars i started talking to the people who are actually doing this b2b deliveries understood their problems and all and when 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 uh, uh, like we we started focusing on this b2b supply chain piece we have identified so many opportunities that uh, you know i mean it it's it's just the need of the hour for every every consumer nowadays but yeah. people are not really focusing on these problems because everybody is thinking that you know there already would be a solution available in the market and there would not be a large enough market for my product or for my solution but uh, trust me i mean there are so many so much of inefficiency in the entire health indian healthcare ecosystem that any problem that you pick up you identify a right problem for a right uh, a target group of audience it can be scalable across the country easily because indian healthcare ecosystem is still untouched by all these technological advancements so after covid last 2 3 years i mean we have seen lot of companies coming in the market you know trying to position themselves differently into the entire ecosystem but still so after that what we did is i mean i started visiting to the pharmacies uh, uh, distributors and the cnf agents chemist association started talking to the industry leaders about the supply chain problem but we have made this thing very clear i mean me and ashok that we you know will not digress from our vision of uh, organizing this entire supply chain space so that we can solve the problem of availability of the medicines for the end consumer so you know when we are in the startup process i mean uh, since day one we have to be very clear uh, we need to have we need to be passionate about it but uh, at the same time you know our approach can uh, approach should be flexible in terms of achieving the end results so we can't we can't fix up our strategies on day one and keep doing on that keep keep pursuing that if it is even if it is not delivering the results so we were very clear since day one that this is what is going this is what we are going to be doing so no matter whether we operate in b2b or b2c market what product we launch and what service we offer at the end of the day our our mission or our vision is to impact the 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 lives of the end consumers positively and our mission was to bring down the cost of the healthcare by any means so we were very clear with that thing and still we are firm on our vision of uh, uh, empowering the ecosystem and solving the problem of availability of medicines so i'll connect the dot going forward in my conversation but yeah with that uh, uh, approach we have started and we have decided that i mean who are the people who will be actually using the product most and who are the people who are actually facing the problem in the market so if you look at the demographics of the country or maybe the consumers of the products that we are actually supplying on our platform so there are like uh, 60% of the consumers are above 40 so uh, the there would be senior citizens or maybe you know the people who are actually going through the process are above 40 45 and they 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 are not really on the social media platforms and they could not really download the uh, uh, different different apps to get the medicines online yeah. so that's one of the reason the penetration of e pharmacies is still stagnant and they are growing with a very slow pace and people are re- still relying on these local chemist mm. and uh, distributor network to fulfill their demands and supplies 
so uh, we have decided like we'll position ourselves on the sides of these uh, 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 local distributors and pharmacies because the market share if we look at still more than 95% of the pharma market is currently being catered by these local and brick and mortar shops yeah. right so uh, again the second second decision that we took was we don't want to be a typical online pharmacy who would just disrupt the existing supply chain network and you know build everything from scratch and uh, leave leave lot of people behind in the process or maybe impact lot of people in the process negatively mm. so we always wanted to empower these local pharmacies and distributors with the help of advanced technology solutions that we could build and simplify the technology to their level so that we can leverage their network so in talking about the network uh, of this healthcare uh, uh, distribution network in the country we are talking about over 1 million plus pharmacies and over 100000 plus distributors yeah. right in the country yeah. who are catering to the demands of the consumer uh, every single day so building a network or building an e pharmacy which can disrupt such a large network or group of pharmacies and distributors is going to is going to take ages right and it is going to be very difficult for any one company to sort of you know uh, 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 organize the entire ecosystem so uh, as compared to company like countries like us and other western countries right where walgreens and cvs are controlling the entire pharma supply chain of us yeah. in india it is going to be very difficult understanding the the geographical uh, densities of these pharmacies and the consumer bases plus the regulations that are there in our country are 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 so difficult to sort of you know uh, uh, cracked if you if you really want people to adopt to the technology solutions that uh, it becomes really really difficult for any individual country to cater to each and every every each and every audience out there so we decided that we will position ourselves on the sides of these retailers and distributors and empower them uh, empower them with bidanos technology platform so that uh, we can eliminate the inefficiencies Mm-hmm. so started uh, 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 this process and it took us nearly 6 to 8 months to build the product but we didn't really wait for 6 to 8 months to launch the product what we did was we had just built the mvp which could easily solve uh, uh, the fundamental gaps or which, which can easily bridge the fundamental gaps in the b2b supply chain mm-hmm. so there were there were three gaps that we had identified initially the first gap and that was the need of the hour was the delivery system which will help pharmacies to procure anything and everything from the local distributors in in less than 3 hours time mm-hmm. because that is the typical tact that everybody was expecting because we did a survey of all the pharmacies that were there on our b2c platform and everybody said like we would like to procure the products from local distributors every 3 hours during the day and we want the deliveries to be there on time because we want to cater to the needs of the customers on time and uh, uh, in today's scenario where e pharmacies are really pitching into the ecosystem with deep discounting model or better comfort and convenience with their technology solutions it it is it is the need of the hour for the local pharmacies to cater to the demands of the consumers on time or provide them better comfort and convenience to protect the market share so we decided that first we will bridge the gap that was the low hanging fruit for us so we built a logistics model so we didn't know anything about the logistics but we as as you know like with this passion of uh, uh, solving the problem of availability of medicine it really pushed us hard to sort of do a lot of research you know talk to the industry experts of logistics and understand the nuances so uh, how did we do it is uh, again you know the same approach me and ashok we decided that uh, to learn to learn the tricks of the trades we we should do it ourselves yeah, first yeah. before we sort of hire anybody to manage the operations or do the deliveries yeah. so we had just onboarded our first distributor back in uh, 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 mid 2018 uh, from from the dawa bazar of pune 
it's called sarashu page so that distributor was really supportive since day one because he knew that you know the 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 solution that we are pitching to the market is going to be is going to be essential over the span of next one or two years and uh, he was he was always he has always believed in us in terms of the vision of you know addressing the need of the market along with that you know the empowerment of the pharmacies and local distributors because uh, while e pharmacies were disrupting the market with the deep discounting model and uh, 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 the the better comfort and convenience these distributors were really left behind in terms of the the technology service offerings and the discounts or the schemes that they can pass on to the end consumer mm -hmm. so i have picked up uh, 10 orders on day 1 from that distributors started doing the deliveries uh, to every individual pharmacy understanding the process and uh, uh, you know understanding the issues around the entire intent process learning about the delivery turnaround times yeah. and some of the nuances around uh, the logistic healthcare logistics or pharma logistics mm. where different categories of the products needs to be needs to be delivered in different uh, 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 mm. environments like yeah, you know temperature yeah. control scenarios like if you talk about insulin and injectables they needs to be traveled uh, with the ice packs and there are other products like sana learning about it ashok yeah. used to do the deliveries i used to do the deliveries just to learn the just to learn the process so we started doing that and slowly slowly we started hello from one cluster to two and then initially we had a pharmacy base of 500 to 600 pharmacy that were already uh, signed up or enrolled uh, uh, on our platform so we started delivering services to them so there was a major gap in the entire process where uh, uh, these pharmacies would typically buy from multiple distributors on a day every day every single day and each of these distributors were uh, uh, having their own delivery fleet right to deliver the products to the end consumer yeah. and they would do it as per their own convenience so they would not bother about uh, what is actually needed in the market and what is the need of the consumer one of the distributor would be maybe you know managing a, a larger volume so he would deliver at the in the afternoon if the order is uh, received in the morning the other distributor would deliver at 6 pm the last distributor would deliver at 8 pm so pharmacy would literally have to wait till the end of the day for all the distributors to deliver the order so that he can he can fulfill one prescription order so that was the turnaround time so you imagine i mean i don't know if you have experienced this thing but this is the normal scenario of the market if i am walking into a pharmacy shop at maybe 8 pm or 9 pm in the evening with a prescription and if some of the orders some of the skus are not available with that pharmacy that pharmacy guy would tell me ki sir you come tomorrow and i'll have your order available Yeah. so this is this is literally a turnaround time of 24 hours that these guys were having initially before bidano so we 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 identified or we we have sensed this as an opportunity to to bridge the gap or to eliminate the inefficiency in the ecosystem which could really help every stakeholder to bring down the cost of the operations so that was the first opportunity so we have we have built a initial technology platform and then we have scaled that platform across various clusters you know and during the process i mean we also got some endorsements from the local chemist associations and all because our mission was very clear like we we really wanted to be a trusted partner of the healthcare ecosystem we will not undercut any stakeholder currently we are working with or whoever is supporting us in our initial days so it's not that tomorrow will become the super distributor of the country ourselves and undercut every stakeholder in the value chain because we have a data and we have uh, uh, we'll have deep pockets at that time but we we were very clear since day one that we will build a technology solutions or we will simplify the technology platforms to the level of these pharmacies and distributors and we'll make it very easy for them to use it and to provide better comfort and convenience to the end consumer in competition with the uh, 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 online guys so they were really supportive since day one so we have 
launch our logistics platform and during that process we have raised our uh, uh, seed round back in 2019 uh, mid 2019 types uh, uh, and the round was from a couple of renowned angel investors some of the industry leaders and some of the micro vc funds it was a very small round and that has given us the oxygen to sort of expand our our service offerings across uh, new geographies so have uh, at that time we were only catering to like couple of thousand pharmacies right and in pune only but after our seed round we have expanded our services uh, across a couple of outskirt cities where the the delivery of the medicine was was a big issue and these outskirt markets i'll just give an example maybe you know an outskirt market of pune one of the market is only kanchan which is like 40 kilometers from pune so i personally went there initially and started talking to the pharmacy and understood their problems that these pharmacies which are basically located in the outskirt locations you know they are coming to these metro cities or the major dawa bazar or medicine markets you know once in every two days just to do the procurement so they are literally closing their shops and they are coming to the market and doing the procurement and then you know uh, managing the customers in their individual cluster so that is that is something that is not really acceptable in today's uh, 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 market scenario where we have advancements in technology where we have hyper local delivery models launch across various industries to talk about food fashion and a lot of other industries right so why not pharma pharma is pharma is the ecosystem which is which is contributing to you know uh, which is contributing significantly across the gdp of the country so it's it's a very important market that everybody needs to focus on so why this market has been neglected by various industry leaders so i now after the launch of our logistic service we started focusing on these uh, rural areas especially like the outskirts of every metro city that we would be launching and we have decided that the day we launch our service we will launch our service to the 40 kilometer radius so tomorrow we are launching our service in mumbai we would we would give access to the distributors or we will give access of 40 kilometer radius to every individual distributor that we will onboard on our platform on the back end so that the pharmacies which are there in 40 kilometer radius would be able to get the deliveries of the medicines every single day and that was a huge value add right in the process so that is again the validation of your vision i mean the people who are who are actually relying on these local pharmacies in these outskirts for their medicines and these are the these are the people who are who are who are typically like farmers or you know the people who cannot actually get a, an access to the proper healthcare you're you're helping these type of people who are who are needing the service uh, pretty much more than everybody else so that's where you know the real motivation comes from so we are really we are really focused on uh, uh, you know where exactly we are delivering the value and whether the value is being delivered to the right customer at the right time so since day one we me and ashok we have really uh, uh, focused on expanding the services to the larger geographies or eliminating the inefficiencies so that the 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 cost of the medicine can be can be brought down uh, for the end consumer so now giving access to these outskirt pharmacies to one of the largest distributors of the cities which will have a better availability of uh, the stocks or the medicines mm-hmm. and can give better margins better discounts so each and every pharmacies that are there on our platform currently can easily give 10 to 15% discount on the prescription orders to the end consumer so that is what i mean we had decided that we will do over the period of time and that is now i mean we have made uh, uh, accessible for the end consumers with our service so yeah with that service we scaled up uh, and then again in the process we raised our second round and with that uh, we have expanded our services to a larger geographies couple of cities 
Bombay, Thane, Kalyan, uh, uh, Ahmedabad and all. And then started onboarding because that was the need of the hour. And we got a validation of our product from various industry leaders sitting uh, uh, at different locations across the country, right? And everybody was saying like, you know, yeah, this service, if you are providing in this way, right, with the help of a technology platform where the orders can be tracked, the pharmacies can be notified with their transactions or with their orders. And then people would be able to get their medicines multiple times in a day. So uh, uh, that is that is really helpful for the society right now. So we our service was easily acceptable across different markets. So we also faced a lot of competitions from some of the industry leaders that were there earlier, but they were positioning themselves on the on the different sides of the value chain. But we Bedano was always focusing on the fulfillment piece of it because. Uh, there were different segments that any startup would like to position themselves in. So either it would be a demand generation, it would be a fulfillment, it would be a fintech, or it would be something else. Like either you call it enterprise technology or you call it SaaS or various other uh, verticals are there. So we have positioned Bidano on the fulfillment side of the business because uh, understanding the growth of the healthcare ecosystem where you know market is growing at over 22% CAGR, we we knew that uh, more than 95% of the market share is still with these local distributors and pharmacies. So anyways, the business is going to be growing and these distributors have uh, exclusivity at their cluster level. So these pharma companies would typically appoint MRs to generate the demand and all. So demand generation would, would never be a challenge for the distributor. So I'm talking about back in 2019 when we were scaling our services across various geographies. Why it is important? Because whenever you decide to scale uh, uh, your product or service, right? So there are two options available for every startup. So the the first option, either you would go horizontal, right? You would you you I mean, with the same service, you would expand your uh, business uh, across multiple geographies, or you can go vertical in terms of approach where you strengthen your value propositions or you add on multiple services or value-added services to your core uh, service offerings to the uh, selective customer base mm. and then once you have bundled service offering validated uh, within a smaller group of customers then you scale up mm. so uh, understanding these two options right and we had done a very thorough evaluation and we have at that time we had investors and advisors on board so we have interacted with them as well so again i mean on on a, on a side note at the time of raising the fund Right, we were really we were really cautious about what kind of investor uh, yeah. you know we want on the board. Mm. Initially, it is very important for every startup to to sort of focus on this thing because you know people would desperately go out there in the market to raise funds and they would raise it from uh, uh, the investor who is offering the best yeah. deal. But uh, you know that's not really a wise choice because going forward, when you are actually uh, scaling up the products or services, you need people who will support you in your mission and who will support you in your vision, right? Mm -hmm. So your product vision should be set from day one because uh, that is that is what is the reason or the cause of having a startup at the first place, right? Mm -hmm. If you are not sticking to your vision, then uh, uh, man, you know yeah. we were we were really doing good with our earlier careers or earlier jobs right yeah. why would we do uh, why would we go crazy and do something which would actually ask us to compromise on many things and which will ask us to stay awake at 2am in the morning and work on a product or a marketing strategy yeah. so having the right people on board as your investor partners as your customer partners is very very important for any startup mm -hmm. so we had taken a very conscious decision so we had a couple of choices in terms of uh, uh, in getting an investment so we got an investment at an expensive deal but we got the right people on board 
so uh, having the right people on board has really helped us initially and since that time i mean uh, the investors we have like dr ashwin nayak sachin oswal is the co-founder of infib there are a lot of other people you know who are the industry leaders either around tech product or healthcare so they have been advising us since day one and they've been they've been working very closely with mm-hmm. us on various aspects of the business so that is really important for any startup founder to sort of focus on so uh, uh, i i mean i would suggest people to sort of really be careful about you know from whom they are raising uh, because uh, it's it's really not about the money because you know there is a capital abundance in the market and now looking at the startup ecosystem people are just raising the funds uh, 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 at at a better valuation or maybe you know from from some of the new investors or maybe uh, from the investors which which didn't even have the experience of startup investment investing but uh, these type of investors would really really come at a cost which would not be visible initially when yeah. you are actually closing a deal but it will come and bite you uh, in future so let's let's be careful about that so yeah uh, when we have sort of take a we had to take a decision of expanding horizontally or vertically so uh, with the discussion of our advisors you know we had decided to sort of expand horizontally with our logistics service because uh, that was really helping us in terms of uh, uh, you know helping people to get their medicines on time and uh, uh, bridging the gap of this supply chain between the distributors and pharmacies at the same time we were focusing on building a large network of pharmacies on our platform having a large network of pharmacies on our platform and at the back end having a, a a very strong distributor base who would cater to the maximum wallet share of the pharmacy so uh, with this uh, i mean strategic approach we had started expansion started expanding across different uh, geographies and all Uh, over the span of last 15 18 months we have managed to sort of get over 20000 pharmacies so which is like 2% of the pharmacy population of the country that we are catering to on a daily basis uh, and we have expanded services across eight cities pro- raised couple of rounds in the process uh, uh, and now planning to expand aggressively in the market where we are we are we are planning to have over 100000 pharmacies over the span of next four months on our platform and planning to touch over 10 million people on a daily basis in terms of uh, their medicine uh, uh, requirements so that is the that is the kpi that we are tracking at an outset mm-hmm. so uh, with this service we have managed to scale up and have a large network of pharmacies but now over the span of last two years since pandemic because it has really yeah. reshaped the entire ecosystem and impacted uh, one or the other aspect of the business and you can call it a complete uh, landscape shift for most of the startups so the same even happened with bidano so a lot of changes around uh, uh, different strategies the customers mindsets the behavioral shifts of the people and also the 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 strategies of go to market and then the timelines actually got stretched and uh, the the fundraising process actually you know uh, the timelines for the fundraise actually got doubled up in the process we had also bleeded i mean to some extent you know a lot of people i mean we had a very supportive team at that time who had actually supported us in these difficult days most of the most of them have taken taken their salary cuts but uh, you know at the same time some of them had to leave uh, because of because of the constraint because we had to save the company <laughs> and uh, the demand of our services was there in the market but uh, it was it was in different forms so earlier we were catering to a whole bunch of categories right you talk about uh, uh, pharma you talk about surgical you talk about generic and ayurvedic and all but during this time the 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 focus on the delivery piece 
was only got uh, limited to the uh, surgical and uh, uh, hospital items so uh, the gmv of these products were actually high but the volumes were also high and our entire delivery fleet like the majority of our delivery fleet was of bikers who could not actually carry these kind of orders so we had to again redevelop the entire network uh, of these delivery boys and you know make sure that whenever they are doing the deliveries they are <clears throat> they are safe and most of them actually got covid so it was very difficult time for us but somehow we managed to sort of uh, you know survive during that during those difficult times but again there were a lot of lessons uh, 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 i mean learned yeah. in the process and now we believe that you know we are we are we are at a better position to 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 sort of uh, survive in any of the situations like this going forward yeah yeah no no absolutely talha i guess uh, you have uh, you have actually given the whole idea about how the whole how how bidano works and the ecosystem as well uh i mm-hmm. i have a few questions but i think you know uh, i'll i'll i will open up the floor for the audience also to ask after my one question uh, so guys in case you have any question yeah. for talha you can you can ask uh, you know after after my question so in case you have any questions be ready we'll just unmute your mic and ask so talha one question so first of all again it's an amazing and incredible journey that you have been through and i think this is the you have been a true follower of the lean philosophy because they also speak about you know try going out and speaking to consumers and getting feedback from them and only then build otherwise whatever you're building you're just building according to what you want and not what they want so incredible yeah, stuff that's true incredible stuff and the beauty and i guess you know there are a lot of learnings in this journey uh, apart from this the whole importance of uh, not falling in love with your business and uh, being open to pivots uh and mm-hmm. and and i guess you have pivoted beautifully and my question you know is basically in the role of the advisors and the role of the mentors that you have had across the journey a lot of people especially when they are starting up they sometimes miss out on that guidance bit and hence of course they learn from their own mistakes but the timelines might get a little bit stretched because of that what do you understand mm-hmm. uh the role and the importance <coughs> of the mentors and num- and number 2 in the initial days who were the mentors and you know how exactly did you find them and how exactly did they want to yeah this is this is actually a very interesting question man because i have uh, uh i have something to, to share on this particular point where you know a lot of people actually get confused with uh, what kind of people they should talk to because mm. everybody like every startup i mean what i i have personally interacted with a lot of startup founders and most of them I mean, we keep discussing on the challenges that we face internally with our companies so uh, i never found i mean uh, uh, except few uh, fundamental issues around hiring part or maybe you know the finding the product market fit or raising the uh, raising the funds except all these things when you talk about uh, the specific problems of every startup everybody would have a different problem hmm. right and there is no ideal solution to these specific problems because uh, you know my market uh, dynamic would be different the set of uh, market forces which will impact the the decision making process would be different the customer base could be different and all so how do you find the right mentor is 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 something that we need to understand first right and uh, how how did i do it i mean i can just tell you how did i do it i failed a couple of times but later on i found a perfect formula through again one of my mentor only he had told me and i found it to be really helpful in the process so initially i mean interesting part of my journey was uh, before even incorporating bedano mm. right 
uh, I when I when I sort of sold my previous venture, came back to India and was was searching for searching for the right platform to you know actually make a start. Right, I have met lot of people in the process. I've attended lot of startup events. You know, some of, some of the some of the pitch sessions, some of the mentors who actually so called. I mean, they are calling themselves a mentor, but you know, it's just yeah. that. I mean, I'm I'm being I'm being a bit blunt here, but they're just doing a business in the process and you know yeah, taking yeah, yeah. the advantage of people's situations. So people would charge you some money, and you know they'll ask you to sort of you know uh, have them on board on a retainer retainership yeah. model. and they'll meet you once in a week for some uh, maybe few specific hours uh, in a cafe coffee day and they'll ask you to order happy some 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 very specific coffees because you know this this experience i had with many startups based out of pune there were there are few specific people you know that that that, that have been advising these startups yeah. so uh, and they 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 do this with every early stage entrepreneur right and many entrepreneurs like me myself and there are a lot of other entrepreneurs in the market who get who get trapped into this process so there is no outcome at the end of the day what you end up doing is you end up wasting your time you end up wasting your money and resources on all of these meetings and discussions so they just they just they just uh, get advantage of you and they'll not give you anything in return because they themselves are not i'm i'm thinking they have not gone through that process right themselves the people that you need to find out uh, uh, if you are if you are looking for a right mentor or an advisor we need to find someone who have actually gone through the process and have come out stronger or built something but the startup uh, uh, entrepreneur turned investor or advisor who have actually built something yeah. by going through that process that's really important so when i actually met my first uh, a mentor or an investor and sachin oswal so these two guys were the first investors in bedano So when I when I, when me and Ashok when we met them, I mean they have told us on day one that going forward you guys will not be will not be looking out for advices or mentorships or mentorship attending mentorship programs from uh, uh, anybody else because what you guys have done so far I mean we have told them about our stories and everything the kind of people we met and all so they told us I mean whatever problems you will face initially. right these are the problems that can be solved by the founders themselves you don't really need someone initially to really help you strategizing things around because there are just so many platforms like you talk about the builders club right we have so many members yeah. here who are experts of their domains right you can actually talk to the people who are actually working in this particular domain ask them for the advice there are a lot of common platforms entrepreneurial groups or maybe startup forums that are happening around you can interact with people on linkedin and there are a lot of other channels where you will find the right people to advise you on a specific set of problems you really don't need a mentor who would who would sort of handhold you in the process because entrepreneurship is all about grind right it's about it's about you know uh, it's about burning your calories in the process rather than you know just walking with someone who has who has who has who has sort of who has been advising to the people who will not at the end of the day will achieve anything you have to ashwin and sachin told us ki you will have to go through the process by yourself and if you if you really face a dead end or maybe if you are seeing something as a roadblock you just come and talk to us and we are not going to be giving you free advices on anything i mean uh, they 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 just told us ki we'll just give you the scenario and we'll just give you the fundamental understanding of the the probable right solution and you have to find the right solution yourself that is the first thing identifying the person yeah. who has gone through the process and have built something <clears throat> meaningful at the end of it 
or getting someone to invest in your company and then asking them for an advice because then they have skin in the game right people are not giving you advices for free don't take advices for free if you want to take advices for free then there are there are there are some channels hello real people Hello. who are actually working in these specific domains wants to contribute so talk to those industry experts on these platforms but don't really hire someone as an advisor if you want to have an advisor ask that advisors to invest in your company and then gives advices so that's what i have learned in the process and it has worked pretty well so no more sweat equities no more uh, no more esops to be given to part time consultants and all so first of all yeah don't i mean uh, the, this is again one of the advice that i've got they have told me not to work with the consultants or the advisors mm. because of one fundamental reason that a startup needs that particular individual is having skin in the game he would not be able to think objectively he'll not be able to think for the company and he'll not be able to have have uh, 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 what do you call that that passion to sort of build your product from or take your product from 0 to 1 nahi nahi ye to this is absolutely true yaar i mean i think i like you i also have gone through the same and i absolutely agree that uh, you know these kind of people to of course you do not you should not you know especially in the beginning part of your journey you can probably ask yaar ek banda tha ek banda tha i mean interesting story hmm. i uh, in the process i met someone again you know somebody approached us uh, on linkedin saying that um, i'm an i'm an startup advisor i have advised so many companies and i'm i'm advising so many companies here and there so you know earlier like just with the passion of building something we end up taking a lot of decisions that does not make any sense hmm. so we met a guy usne humko i think perista mein kahi pe bulaya tha mujhe arshok ko coffee pe bulaya tha wahan pe then uh, we we went for a meeting uh, and uh, he was just sitting next to us and he has asked us to order something we had ordered and we just came back and sat and then he said he started talking about himself Mm-hmm. and he was a list of uh, companies that he has been advising and we later on found out he had uh, seen apne domains khareed ke rakha hua hai <laughs> oh my yes, god <laughs> literally 17 18 domain khareed ke rakha tha alag alag tech company ka idhar ka udhar ka ye wo aur humko bata raha tha ye hai ye kar raha wo kar raha and then later on he started talking about the process ki kaise hoga kya hoga then he said ki next time jab bhi aap log meeting mein aaoge to aapko thoda formal hona hai you have to wear this blazer and everything and then meeting location has to be predefined the agenda has to be predefined and you will send a cab for me and then i'll come and then i'll ask you guys to present this thing i'll ask you guys to sort of talk about the solutions on the problem that i mean whatever you guys are facing and then i'll just give you one uh, specific uh, solution to work on aap kaam karoge aise karoge main aur ashok i was literally you know we were looking at each other wala bhai ye kya hai kya blazer pen ke aao aap mere liye cab bhejonge aur aap ye karoge aap wo karoge so literally you know these kind of people are there in the market right and they are literally hunting for entrepreneurs like us to sort of you know uh, uh, get the advantage of or at get the advantage of our situations but sometimes you know we 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 get distracted with all these things but again i mean i considered all these things as learnings and i am always uh, uh, open to share all these things with the people so that you know people should not get uh, uh, caught up in all these things and they end up investing lot of their resources money time and energy into into all these distractions so i mean there are people like this are always there in the market so let's be careful Yeah yeah absolutely absolutely thanks a lot tala for that guys uh, if you have any questions we'll just open up for Q&A so please unmute your mic and ask your question to tala 
Hey Tala, hi, 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 Soel. Hi, this is Murtaza. Hi, so I just have a hi. How are you guys doing? Thanks. This is really. It was a very nice session. Yeah, honestly, just a very eye-opening session. Just hearing the entire story and seeing all the experiences uh, that you have gone through, Tala, has been very interesting. Uh, one quick question on like mm-hmm. how do you make networks with gen- in general? Like you talked about how you were going door to door talking to customers. You were also then eventually when you pivoted, you also went to businesses and suppliers and pharmacies. And obviously, you have to knock on a lot of doors and talk to a lot of people to get the feedback. And Correct. I'm guessing the first kind of reaction that you get from people, at least in my opinion, is like, "We don't have time. We're very busy right now. Come back later. Come back later." And how do you generally, in in what what is the advice on how do you get over that bridge and actually continue to get constructive feedback and make good relations with people? Wow, a very nice question, man. <laughs> and trust me, okay, the kind of feedback and that kind of responses that I've got is worse than that. I mean, it was it was literally worse than that. I got, I, <laughs> anyways. So I'll come to the point. Isme, I mean, there are few things that we need to be really, really careful about. The first thing that I have just told you is identify the right customer base. So first thing that I did was I did a customer profiling. So when we have pivoted uh, our product from B two C to B two B, I have identified few early adopters that would really add value to my business. Not the monetary value, but uh, would really uh, give me the feedback on the platforms and have a very strong understanding of the value chain. And these customers typically would be the most difficult ones to onboard. So the first thing that we need to have here, I mean, first is understand your customers and have a laser focus on what kind of people you would want to have on your platform early, and what who would be your early adopter first. First thing, second thing, how do you approach them? So yeah, I mean, I am the first time entrepreneur, right? And nobody in my business, nobody, nobody in my family is coming from a business background. We are all like engineers, doctors, and you know, people are working in IT. So never had this genes inside me to sort of you know guide me through the process and give me some. Six cents here, ऐसे नहीं ऐसे करो. So I too directly went to the market and started talking to the people. So my first experience ऐसे था कि मैंने बोला यार ये distributor के पास direct जाऊँगा तो ये तो भगा देगा मुझे. तो इसको क्या करना चाहिए? तो मैं बोला यार इस ये I I just literally stood there for one hour and observed कि यार ये किस type के लोगों से अच्छे से बात करता है और किस type के लोगों को भगा देता है, किस type के लोगों को time देता है, किसको बिठा के चाय पिलाता है. तो मैंने देखा कि जो MR लोग रहते और जो उनके ही अपने सेल्समैन डिलीवरी गाइस रहते हैं उनसे वो लोग दे टॉक इन अ डिफरेंट लैंग्वेज बट द काइंड ऑफ पीपल आई मीन ही वाज नाइस टू वाज द कस्टमर्स ठीक है सो मैंने सोचा आई मीन व्हाट आई डिड वाज कि ये डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर के पास कस्टमर किस टाइप के आते हैं तो टिपिकली उसके पास दो टाइप के कस्टमर्स आते थे एक तो फार्मेसीज रहते थे और दूसरे ये हॉस्पिटल के प्रोक्योरमेंट मैनेजर्स रहते थे आई मीन मैनेजर्स भी वो सेटिंग के लिए वहाँ पे आते थे कम्प्लीटली ओपन ऑन द प्लेटफॉर्म की वो लोग सेटिंग के लिए आते थे वहाँ पे तो देन आई थॉट कि अच्छा ठीक है ये ऐसा है तो फिर मैं आई थॉट कि यार अभी ये पर्टिकुलर डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर से तो मेरे को इंसाइट चाहिए कि मेरा प्रोडक्ट चलने वाला है या नहीं और ये यूज करेगा कि नहीं क्योंकि अगर इसने यूज कर लिया तो मेरे को 40 परसेंट कवरेज मिल जाएगा पुणे में तो मैं देन आई वेंट टू वन ऑफ द हॉस्पिटल मैंने वहां पे गया मैंने उनको बोला कि सर मैं एक ऐसा प्लेटफॉर्म बना रहा हूँ जिसके ऊपर आप अभी जो दस अलग अलग डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स को ऑर्डर देते हो तो आप अभी मेरे प्लेटफॉर्म पे ऑर्डर डाल देना और आपको ये दसों डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर से ऑर्डर कंसोलिडेट होके मैं आपको दो दो, दो तीन घंटे के अंदर सारा ऑर्डर दे दूंगा तो उसने बोला अच्छा दिस इज इंटरेस्टिंग एंड इट वॉज अ वेरी स्मॉल हॉस्पिटल आई वेंट टू बिकॉज आई वॉन्टेड टू इंटरक्ट विद डॉक्टर डायरेक्टली तो वो डॉक्टर ने फिर उसने बोला अच्छा ठीक है अभी क्या कैसा प्रोसेस है आपको और आप क्या चार्जेस लेते हो वो 
तो मैंने उसको बोला कि सर आप एक पेपर के ऊपर मुझे प्रोडक्ट्स लिख के दे दो जो आपके फास्ट मूविंग रहते हैं और जो आप जो आप डेली बेसिस पे ऑर्डर करते हो मार्केट से और फिर मैं उसके बेसिस पे आपको एक कोटेशन दे देता हूँ और आपको एक लिंक भेज दूंगा उसके ऊपर आप आपका ऑर्डर डाल देना मेरे पास कुछ नहीं था बैक एंड में मेरा मुझे माई एजेंडा वॉज जस्ट टू गेट अ लिस्ट ऑफ द प्रोडक्ट्स जो लेके जाके मैं वो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर के सामने बैठ सकू वो मुझे थोड़ा सीरियसली सुने तो मैंने लिस्ट बनाया मैं वहां पे गया और उसको बोला कि यार मैं ये हॉस्पिटल से आ रहा हूँ बट लेटर ऑन आई फाउंड आउट कि यार वो हॉस्पिटल को ऑलरेडी वो सप्लाई करता था <laughs> उसने मुझे भगा दिया आई मीन लिटरली इट वाज लाइक एन इंसल्ट फॉर मी के बोले यार तू कब आया मैंने बोला सर वो वो डॉक्टर है एंड देन आई गोली दिया मैंने उसको किया सर मेरा भी इधर हॉस्पिटल है तो थोड़ा हम लोग का कंसोलिडेटेड परचेसिंग का डिस्कशन चल रहा है तो ये बोले ठीक है मैं वो डॉक्टर से डायरेक्ट बात करता तो लिटरली आई गो या आई गॉट इंसल्टेड एट दैट पॉइंट कि उसने मेरे को वहीं से भगा दिया बट देन मैं उसके पास वापस गया मैं बोला सर मैं ऐसा प्लेटफॉर्म बनाने वाला हूँ आप मुझे पांच मिनट का टाइम दो तो फिर उसको समझ गया कि ये बंदा है आई मीन ही इज ट्राइंग टू डू समथिंग इन द मार्केट एंड ही इज हियर टू गेट द नॉलेज ऑफ द प्रोडक्ट तो उस टाइप के स्पेशली अपने लोगों को ना तो वो लोग भाव नहीं देते दे डोंट एंटरटेन टेक्नोलॉजी कंपनीज बिकॉज दे ऑलवेज लुक एट अस विद परस्पेक्टिव ऑफ एन ऑनलाइन कंपनी हु विल टुडे यूज देयर नेटवर्क और लेवरेज देयर नेटवर्क टू बिल्ड अ प्लेटफॉर्म एंड गोइंग फॉरवर्ड विल अंडरकट दैम सो दैट्स अ टिपिकल परस्पेक्टिव ऑफ ऑल ऑफ दीज ट्रेडिशनल डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स और एम एस एम ईस इफ यू विल कॉल दैम दे हैव इन द मार्केट राइट बिकॉज कंपनीज हैव डन दीज थिंग्स विद दैम राइट यू टॉक अबाउट ओला उबर ओयोज एंड उड़ान्स एंड फ्लिपकार्ट एंड एवरीबडी राइट तो इवन इवन स्विगी जोमैटो फॉर दैट मैटर विद दैट with 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 their model with cloud kitchens and all these things so people have this perspective so it it was really difficult for me to sort of convince them to to listen to me what exactly i'm trying to do to mujhe usne 15 16 bar bhagaya wahan se main roz ja ke uske paas samne khada ho jata tha because yaar mujhe pata tha agar wo ek banda aayega he was the influencer in the market to agar mere ko market mein 10 chote chote distributors ko onboard karne mein jitna effort jayega अगर मेरे को 30 मीटिंग्स करनी पड़ेंगी टू गेट थ्री डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स और मे बी फाइव डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर्स ऑनबोर्डेड तो मैं अगर 15 मीटिंग ये डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर से करता हूँ अगर ये ऑनबोर्ड आता है तो मेरे को 10 तो ऐसे ही मिल जाएंगे सो दैट वाज अ सिंपल मैथ आई डिड कि एक डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर को ऑनबोर्ड करने में मेरे को ऑन एन एवरेज कितना मीटिंग्स चाहिए और मेरा टाइम कितना जाने वाला है और इसके पास मेरे को कितना घसना पड़ेगा तो मैं रोज सुबह में जाकर उसके पास खड़े रह जाता था वो आता था वहां पे मैं बोलता था सर आज पांच मिनट मिलेगा क्या वो नहीं बोलता था मैं वहां से चला जाता था रोज जाता था आज पांच मिनट मिलेगा क्या नहीं तो लिटरली आफ्टर फिफ्टीन सिक्सटीन मीटिंग्स उसने एक दिन मेरे को बुलाया बोले बैठ इधर और पांच मिनट जो चाहिए पूछ और निकल यहां से so see the important point that we need to understand here as an entrepreneur right so this is just a story uh, uh the the learning that i have got out of this entire experience and this has happened with lot of other distributors some of the distributors took 21 meetings to be on to get onboarded on bidanon and i was the only person in the company who was doing on this distributor onboarding because it was a very critical part of our of our go to market strategy because ek distributor humko literally 400 500 pharmacies ka access deta hai to onboard these indi- individual 500 pharmacies you know will have to invest lot of money to agar main ek ko onboard karta hu to mera kaam ho jata hai so the learning was you know when you are when you are having a very strong commitment on your product right and when you have this passion of you know building something from scratch right and you know the best feeling in the world would be to build something from scratch and watching it grow so then you will become selfless yaar you will become fearless ki yaar kya hai you will end up end of the day you feel like you have nothing to lose because you are already you have already come on the ground because mm. you know most of the first time entrepreneurs or you call them serial entrepreneurs right we start something we start from something at day one right where we have nothing 
एंड वी हैव कॉम्प्रोमाइज ऑन लॉड ऑफ थिंग्स अर्लियर फ्रॉम आर करियर्स की इधर वी हैव क्विट आर जॉब्स और वी हैव यू नो टेकन द स्लीप ऑफ फेथ ऑफ स्टार्टिंग समथिंग न्यू वी हैव गॉन अगेंस्ट आर फैमिली इमोशंस वी हैव गॉन अगेंस्ट आर स्पाउसेस और मे बी गर्ल फ्रेंड्स और फ्रेंड्स और एवरीबडी हैज 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 आज अस नॉट टू डू दिस बट यू नो वी हैव लॉड ऑफ पीपल टू प्रूव रॉन्ग इन द मार्केट राइट सो दैट रियली बूस्ट योर एनर्जी और यू नो बूस्ट योर कॉन्फिडेंस टू सॉर्ट ऑफ यू नो गो थ्रू द प्रोसेस विच इज वेरी वेरी डिफिकल्ट एंड दैट इज वेयर एक्चुअली द डिफरेंस लाइज राइट कि जो क्लोजर होता है और जो सक्सेस और मे बी द फेलियर राइट इज डिपेंड इज रियली डिपेंडेंट ऑन द कंसिस्टेंसी ऑन योर एफर्ट्स सो हाउ मच कंसिस्टेंट यू आर इन टर्म्स ऑफ योर क्वालिटी ऑफ सर्विस हाउ मच कंसिस्टेंट यू आर इन टर्म्स ऑफ इन टर्म्स ऑफ अप्रोचिंग योर कस्टमर और टॉकिंग टू योर कस्टमर्स और मे बी अपग्रेडिंग योर प्रोडक्ट और और कम्युनिकेटिंग योर प्रोडक्ट वैल्यूज तो everything depends on uh, on 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 the consistency so if you have if you have enough passion to sort of build whatever uh, or build a solution that you are planning to build and if you are consistent enough in terms of uh, getting that customer on board one day or at the end of the day they are also human beings right wo bhagayenge wo bolenge aapko gaali denge bhagayenge marenge jo karenge karenge at the end of the day mujhe kya chahiye wo matter karta hai right at the end of the day agar wo sab karke mujhe jo chahiye wo mil raha hai to yes that is the cost we all have to pay Man, thanks a lot. Now, basically, like persistence, just persist, just persist, and keep going forward. Don't take no for an answer, but like with respect, and obviously try and try and cajole people to get your way. But thanks, right. thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Mustafa. Yeah, Piyush, go on. Uh, yeah, I had a follow-up question to the same one for the persistent. Why, while you were having all the twenty uh, thirty meetings with the same distributor each day with five minutes, asking five minutes, what did you do in the background? what did you do with your team what was the team activity going on behind the curtains yeah there was no team acha <laughs> <laughs> it was only me and uh, ashok was doing some some stuff on the back end but uh, you know with with his credibility and experience in the market i i i couldn't really ask him to do go to go out there in the market and uh, and face these people who would be blunt with you and would hmm. insult you so it was only me who was do, who was taking all the effort and you know uh, uh, managing to onboard all these guys so you have to be you have to be uh, i mean in a position at some point right in your startup journey where you have to experience everything on your own yeah. because tomorrow when when you'll have enough resources and you are planning to scale up and building a team and delegating the responsibilities you need to have basic und- basic understanding of every vertical right mm-hmm. i am not asking you to become an expert and end and end up investing lot of time into learning small small things because at the end of the day it will it will not matter you will have experts running the show for you but you need to you need to go through the entire process you need to become a cfo you need to become a sales guy you need to become a delivery guy you need to become uh, the early uh, a product manager to talk to your technology team and give them product insight so just 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 have this confidence in yourself ki yaar मुझे ये बनाना है बस दैट्स इट बिकॉज नाउ यू नो वी हैव सो सो मच ऑफ रिसोर्सेस देर इज देर इज लाइक एबेंडेंस ऑफ इन्फॉर्मेशन अवेलेबल इन द मार्केट वी हैव लॉट ऑफ चैनल्स थ्रू विच वी कैन एक्वायर द इन्फॉर्मेशन एंड एवरीथिंग सो जस्ट जस्ट बिलीव इन योर सेल्फ केयर मेरे को ये बनाना है दैट्स दी दैट्स दी एंड गोल उसके लिए वॉट एवर इट टेक्स आई आई एम आई एम रेडी टू डू वॉट एवर इट टेक्स सो दैट विल रियली यू नो गेट यू थ्रू ऑल दीज डिफिकल्ट ऑल दीज डिफिकल्टीज इन द जर्नी Thanks a lot. I seriously appreciate all the efforts that you have been putting, and you are giving all the learnings. I have myself done these uh, meetings, calls, and all during the COVID. 
and uh, there was a similar <laughs> experience <laughs> that ki abhi abhi busy hai kaam nahi kar abhi time nahi hai wagera correct correct are yaar ye aap 2 saal ke baad jab aapka i mean when when you'll be at a different position you need memories to be looking at right you need to look back and appreciate what you have done so you need something to laugh at right so uh, just in the process you are creating memories that's all and make sure that you have exciting enough memories to share with people oh yeah right. absolutely yeah thanks a lot उट how you will design your app and you know like how just the thought process behind these two things will be really helpful sure sure so first thing first i'll answer your first question about the market research piece so first of all here i'm not an mba right so i didn't even know uh, uh, the different methods of market research and different strategies like what is the primary market research secondary that is the basic like everybody should know but uh, i am coming from a technology background just did my engineering and joined a corporate company didn't have uh, uh, any understanding around these points but i have i mean uh, i did lot of research and i read books right around different different uh, uh, strategies and uh, business model so it just some somewhere in one of the article something just popped up called uh, lean business canvas yeah. right so this lean business canvas has helped me a lot across different stages in my journey so right now also we are using my team is using that whenever we are planning to launch any new product or doing the validation of any new idea so this lean business canvas will actually clear up uh, a lot of uh, your doubts that you might have initially so it's it's basically will help you to articulate your idea into a very structured format and will 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 help you to think about different different channels of marketing acquiring customers finding the early adopters and all and in terms of the process right how do you find the perfect early adopter for uh, your particular product or your relevant product it's a very subjective matter right for different products the strategy could be different but i would just suggest you i mean just you can just go online and search for relevant products search for relevant companies there are a lot of documentaries around different successful startups unicorns and you can you can maybe Uh, uh, connect with your marketing head or connect with connect with someone in the team and ask them relevant questions so the the fundamental thing that you need to do is you need to you need to just go out there do your research talk to the relevant people you know do some surfing read some books and uh, learn some pod like uh, uh, listen to some podcasts about uh, uh, different 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 uh, strategies or maybe different questions that you would be having all the information is available out there but you 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 need to have uh, this understanding that whatever solution or the idea that you will get online is not going to be perfect for your specific product or the problem you will just get some some ballpark uh, 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 thoughts around what can be done and then you need to connect the dots and once you have basic understanding then the best idea is to just go out there and talk to people 
right and then you mm-hmm. yourself will understand who will be the ideal customer who has given you the positive feedback what kind of answers they have given you start uh, uh, collecting all these answers and go uh, at the end of the day when you're going back to the office or home you're sitting and you're analyzing what kind of responses i have got on what questions who was the customer who has given me most relevant answers and who was more open in terms of conversations and all so that you can engage with them more often so this is the approach that i had taken initially got it got it very uh, very uh, helpful so uh anna you had a second question yeah Sorry, i had, the question was you know like once how did you think about like how app you yeah. yeah the app right the product yeah so here again right as i told you i mean being a first time entrepreneur not having an mba uh, uh, didn't have any technical expertise at all it was again a very difficult task for me but again the same approach i took because i knew i mean uh, i don't need to sort of do all these basic stuff uh, that needs to be done initially for any specific task around technology finance or operations or marketing i just need to get my thoughts in place or maybe you know articulate my ideas and solutions and then talk to the industry expert so if suppose you are planning to uh, design your app yourself or you are a techie then you know you would definitely have a better understanding around the 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 smaller or the maybe uh, uh, the specific aspects of this particular problem but in 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 my case you know i what i did was i have just d- uh, 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 drafted a prd that you call product requirement document and i just captured my thoughts i didn't even know uh, you know what should be the language and everything i just downloaded a template uh, from the internet and i started uh, articulating my thoughts around different different sections you know and most impo- importantly i mean uh, uh, the learning that i got uh, from my first failure was you know while you're designing the app right you don't do anything yourself you talk to the stakeholders or the customers who are actually going to be using your product you ask them you know what is going to be their reference about the ui piece or the ux piece or the feature list what are the feature that are most important for them right now or what are the feature that can be launched after 6 months or 10 months or 12 months right so you identify the user base identify the different types of users who are going to be using the app and interact with them right schedule one one hour meeting with them everybody would would love to contribute because nowadays you know people are so so frustrated about their 9 to 6 jobs or whatever do, they are doing most of them are not satisfied satisfied with what they are doing at the end of the day so they want to contribute uh, uh, to the ideas or the products or the startups which are actually transforming the ecosystems right so if you are building something meaningful trust me you will find right people in the market would help you in the entire process and they are really expert you will not believe i mean people people will go out of the way to help you some of the people i have met in the process they told me man uh, i'll do it i'll do this entire thing for free because uh, you know what you're building the mission of yours uh, you know solving the problem of availability of medicine for the country is huge and it is really going to have a very meaningful impact on the entire ecosystem right i really want to contribute with whatever i have whatever skill set i have in terms of building this solution with you so just just be clear with your thought process mission vision and everything and learn this art of conveying this vision to the larger group of audience or the stakeholders who would be happy to contribute in the process you don't need to do everything of your own you don't need to think about the design element or the ui or the ux or the tech stack that you need to have there are experts in the market who will help you you just need to align those people uh, 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 in your in your mission statement or the vision perfect thank you so much Thanks, Ananya. Best of luck.
So you okay. you you really are a student of the lean lean uh, thought model. Good. No, <laughs> yeah, it's just a learning from the failures, man. No, no, it's right, it's right, absolutely right. Anybody else will take one more and then we land. <clears throat> Is there anybody else? Wait, I'll just uh, unmute a few of the guys who might mute it. Raf, Raf, hi, Raf, Raf. Yeah, that's the reason why I have. Come on, Vinay. Cool. Uh, anybody else has a question? Yeah, Akhil, go on. Hey, what are your favorite podcasts? Oh yeah, oh, I have a very long list, man. Just, just ping me on LinkedIn, na. I'll, I'll uh-huh. share some. I'll share few links with you. Yes, my link is there. Tell me your LinkedIn. Ka. Cool. Uh, Talha, I have one question, and then we'll end. Uh, uh-huh. So Talha for a first time founder so i guess you know your whole, whole journey of course has been of resilience of persistence and basically following a specific vision um how exactly did life change post funding number 1 and number 2 the whole pandemic mm-hmm. a little bit into the details now the reason why i ask about the funding bit is uh once you get so especially if you have been bootstrapping for some time many a times once you get a lot of money you don't know what to do with it and you start <laughs> spending it in 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 a various places where you could have optimized and second the need for the once you have raised money then you have to continue raising money right so that's a, then you're on a treadmill uh, so, so basically wanted to understand your experience around that yeah yeah of course <laughs> interesting question by the way so uh, i mean in our journey the reason we had decided to bootstrap the company in the first place was because uh, you know we wanted to be clear with uh, uh, the the objective you know of uh, raising the funds because when you are raising the funds it's someone else's money right and if you have initially put in your own funds you will understand the value of each and every penny that you are spending on any any of the channels right, right. so uh, i mean uh, you won't believe i mean initially uh, when me and ashok were bootstrapping the company we had i mean uh, the, the typical way of <coughs> bootstrapping the startup is just you just put a lump sum amount of funds at the start at the time of incorporation and then you continue spending from that chunk right but we didn't do that what we decided was every month i mean we will have we'll have some projections we'll have some expense planning and financial forecasting and as per the targets we will we will just uh, uh, do the reconciliation and understand how much we we need to invest for the next month and then we will invest only that amount uh, every month mm. so that has helped us to to stay lean in the entire process because uh, when you have a, a a major chunk of funding from day 1 into your account right as you said right you become inefficient in the entire process because at the back of your mind you are always thinking about scaling up faster because the moment you launch your product or service in the market and is relevant for the current market problems 6 months down the line you will find somebody else doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that is the typical turnaround time for any competition to sort of come up with a similar solution mm-hmm. and uh, if you are lucky the competition could be a could be a new startup and uh, uh, in some of the cases there would be a company who is already having a very strong presence in the in the market would launch a service like yours and it would be very difficult for you to compete with them because they have deep pockets and they have already established customer base so so in the process what we did was i mean we decided first that we'll be bootstrapping and we had a very very strong process around uh, uh, the expense part of it 
where exactly we are spending how, why we are st- why we are spending what is the roi and uh, 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 what is the plan of uh, uh, you know growth with whatever uh, investment we have made so far so whether we are on track we are not on track you know whether it is giving us the roi or we need to optimize somewhere so that was the process initially till the time we were bootstrapping but the moment we raised our first round right and the moment we had investors on board the the picture changed completely mm-hmm. i mean uh, uh, though we had i mean we had this laser focused on laser focus on our expenses and the financial forecasting on all but somewhere somehow i mean we missed we missed i mean we we stopped focusing on our expenses and we were just focusing on growth scale or maybe launching a new product new services onboarding major customers hiring people like anything because in the initial process what you do right with the moment you are you are you are there in the journey for one one and a half year two years it's it's a very tedious task right it's 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 something that will burn your calories throughout the day like throughout 24 hours and you really become uh, 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 it's it's really di- very difficult to manage everything on your own so the moment you get an opportunity to delegate something to someone you just do it i mean without without thinking over it right so that's what happened with us as well i mean we end up hiring lot of expensive resources that we didn't need at the initial stage because the people who are coming up with lot of experience or the baggage would not be able to you know come to the ground and get their hands dirty in the process and building something from scratch you need initially you need people with the entrepreneurial mindset who would who would be ready to do whatever it takes right you don't need people with a corporate mindset ki you know they'll be doing a 9 to 6 job this typical task maybe if you're hire, hiring a finance guy he'll just be focusing on the books finance revenues income expenses forecasting etc but you want that person to work on the collection piece you want that person to work on work on the revenue piece even the hiring piece because he's the one who is going to be paying the salary and all so it's it's really important for every first time entrepreneur or every founder to be really really careful about where exactly they are investing the funds because when you are raising the investor money at the end of the day you have to answer to them where exactly you have spent how much and whatever targets you have committed to them those targets are on track and you are meeting these targets month on month quarter on quarter right and uh, trust me i mean i was just reading one of the books and uh, uh, i've just read this statement and it is it is very true i have experienced this thing myself that uh, we as human beings right are are terrible estimators right in the f-